Hey, what's up everybody? My name is Jordan Biddle and welcome to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. And we're jumping right into it after the walk-off last night and that was a big win, obviously. We went into extra innings, the uh, the, the 11th inning, um, and, and uh, Puig really running the bases, uh, bases extremely aggressive and 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 um, it, it paid off. It, it absolutely paid off. I mean, clearly. So uh, the Reds win five to four. Um, I'm not sure how Iglesias got that ball over Thames, but um, you know it is what it is. Um, Thames and then and then Thames missed that that that's uh, that um, small hop uh, throw by Christian Yelich, and Puig took advantage of it. And with his speed, he um, he uh, slid in the, uh, slid in the home uh, head first, and, and we we got the dub. So, fantastic job um, by uh, Yasiel Puig, and, and including his uh, solo home run earlier in the game. Um, a good game by Yasiel. And then we also got the comeback where, um, well, Suarez led off the game with a two-run home run, which is a great start to the game automatically. The Reds have been... Uh, has have it have excelled in the in first inning runs this year uh, and of late. So I mean it's kind of expected sometimes. Uh, well, most of the times uh, for the Reds to score, but but a lot of the times when they score in the first inning, they don't score the rest of the game. So um, but it was a great job by the Reds coming back uh, coming from behind. Uh, I mean Tanner Work was absolutely cruising. And then Yelich hit the home run, and then Thames hit a solo home run, and then Moustakis hit a two-run home run, and just like the snap of the fingers, the the Reds are down by two because because of uh, the Milwaukee Brewers' consistent consistency with their um, their power and their home run ball. Um, I mean, Yelich continues to kill uh, the Reds. Uh, that was his 31st home run. Of the season, and my God, I don't. This guy is going. He's going for 60 home runs this year. Uh, it's unreal. But um, I mean, I, I give props to Yelich. He's one of my favorite players to watch um, hit, and I he's been one of my favorite players to watch um, at the plate for for a long while now. Um, ever since he was at the Marlins and and, and progressing. Um, from the minor leagues to the major leagues, uh, I always kept my eye on, eye on Yelich, and I've always said that Yelich was an underrated player, and, and here we are. He's one of, he's probably the best player currently in the game right now. Um, uh, like Mike Trout is is the best player of his generation, but but Yelich right now is the best player in the league, if that makes sense. So um, I mean, great job by Yelich, but. Uh, so work was pitching a good game until he gave up those four runs. But other than that, only six hits through six and two thirds innings. That's not bad. I mean, I, I, honestly, that's not bad. But he gave up four runs, which which kind of hurt us a little bit. But then the Reds fought back when Yasiel Puig hit that solo home run, um, and then Joey Votto doubled down the uh, first baseline. And then with uh, Nick Senzel's speed, um, 
scored from first. Uh, phenomenal job by Joey Votto, clutch hitting. Uh, Joey Votto's back. He doesn't suck, guys. He does not suck. I'm telling you, man. He, he, his average is going to be at least 290 before the, the season ends. I'm telling you. Mark my words. The guy, it, he rakes. Okay? He, 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 he absolutely, 110%, works so hard at his ability at the plate. It's unreal. It is unreal. He works harder than, than anybody I, I, I know. All right, I'm telling you. He's the last guy um, in the batting cage or at the stadium. I, that, that's that's what I've heard. But um, Joey Votto doesn't suck. I'm telling you, okay? I mean, clearly, the guy is clutch. But anyway, uh, uh, so they tie it up at 44. And then... Um, the bullpen. The bullpen was phenomenal last night. They didn't give up any hits through four innings. I mean, wow. Great job by the bullpen. Phenomenal. See, that's that's our bullpen. That is it right there. What we saw last night is the bullpen that we've had all season. So, great bounce-back game by the bullpen last night. Um, it, it was... It was, it was really impressive, especially Amir Garrett. I mean, I still cannot believe that he's not in the All-Star game. But, you know, it's always favoritism when it comes to the All-Star game, and they need to fix that. They need to fix that. The fact that Kyle Schwarber was a finalist for the for the All-Star game and the guy's batting 230, I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The, 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 the fact that the Vladimir Guerrero is in the home run derby and you got like 20 other guys with 20 plus home runs. Are you kidding me? Are, are you you're serious? Right? I mean, are, are you nuts? It makes no sense to me. It's favoritism. I hate that. I hate it. I mean, you might as well put Nick Senzel in the home run derby, for God's sakes. He's got just as many home runs as Guerrero. Should should be a couple more, but he's been robbed I don't know how many times this year of a home run. Senzel probably should be sitting at 10 home runs right now. He may just make it to 20 by the end of the season. And this guy's a rookie. I mean, that, I mean that, I'd take that any... any from any rookie, honestly. I mean, Pete Alonso is a different flipping level right now, but anyway. The bullpen was phenomenal. And Russell Iglesias, I mean, he bounced back a little bit there. I, uh, it was a really iffy move by David Bell for him to uh, bring in Russell, uh, to trust him in the closing spot again. But, you know, he got it done. We got the dub. That's all that matters, guys. That is all that matters. 110%. But anyway. Um, Suarez is getting hot. And I hope that he can stay hot. Alright. Our, our, our team average is getting up there a little bit better. You know. 
Suarez is, is around that 260 mark, which is fine, above average. Senzel is around the two, 265, 270 mark, above average. Joey Votto is around that 265, 270 mark as well, above average. All right, we're, 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 we're starting to hit the ball a little bit. We're starting to, we're starting to get, we're going to get going here. I'm telling you, we have to. The Reds, the key to this season right now is for the bats to get hot and for us to make a trade to where it helps us out tremendously. If they do not make a trade this July, we ought, we might as well just put down the remotes and don't we, we might as well not even watch the games. Because that would indicate that the Reds front office is not even trying. That they're not even attempting to make this team better. They're they're obviously if they do that, they're obviously just in it for the money. And I'm I'm sorry that, that I'm saying this, but is it, it's true. If they do not make a good trade that helps us out tremendously, and then sign Scooter Jeanette and sign Puig. Or, or get a different outfielder or something. But Puig's been doing a phenomenal job for us. I mean, what, what does he have? 18 home runs and almost, I think, like 50 RBI or something around that? That's phenomenal. I mean, he, he could get some more hits, which he has been lovely. But you're not in the free agent market in the in, in winter or in the offseason. You're not going to find a more productive outfielder than Yasiel Puig. Now that you now I think about it, but if you were to trade Yasiel Puig to the Yankees and get and get say um, um, Clint Frazier or something, it'd be a whole different story. But on the free agent market, you're not gonna. I'm telling you, you're not going to get a better uh, uh, a better deal. You have to lock him up unless you're trading him for for uh, for Clint Frazier or something like that. You know, you have to. You have to lock up Scooter Jeanette. You got a lot. You got to lock up a couple other guys. I mean, there's a, there's a there's there's a bunch that we have to lock. One year contracts we have to lock up. You know, and then on top of that, we have to get another ace pitcher, and they will be gone quick if we do not jump on it in July. I'm telling you, we're not going to have a uh, barely any opportunities. Um. In the off season, if we do not jump on it in July, they need to be thinking ahead of time. So, what's the difference between picking up a guy in July and picking up a guy in the off season? Uh, a couple million dollars, probably. That's about it. Depends who you pick up. I'm telling you, if we added Bumgarner. Oh my god, I'm buying a Bumgarner jersey right away. Quickly. I know Yasir Puig and Bumgarner don't like each other, and I've said this a million times, but uh, they gotta they gotta set, set their differences aside, become teammates. It's a part of the game, but they 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 have to set their differences aside. I'm telling you. 
They have to. But I don't know what yeah I don't know what Yasiel Puig is going to do. I don't know. He might. I don't. I don't not see Yasiel Puig testing out the free market or the the free agent market. So um, we might not see Yasiel Puig in a Reds uniform next year. But I'm not sure he would pick him up. He'd be crazy not to stay in Cincinnati. Because a lot of teams undervalue Yasuo Puig. But, but I think the Reds overvalue him. Like if that makes sense. So um, I don't know what the well, I don't know what they're gonna do. I wish I really wish I knew. It bothers the hell out of me. I mean I, I talk about it every time I get on the podcast. But it bothers the hell out of me. So But anyway, um tonight we have Chasin. We get to go against Chassin, which the first game that the, that the Reds played against Chassin, they struggled really heavily. I don't know why. The guy doesn't isn't that great. Um, and then we have Sonny Gray on the mound, who ha, who is um, improved dramatically since the last for the, since the last couple season seasons. Um, so three point nine one ERA is not is below average or above average. Um, which is really good. Um, so he's been p- pitching decently. Um, he always gets into trouble in games, though. It's a problem. He'll pitch like good five five good innings, and then like the sixth, he'll give up two or three runs, which we which which kind of sucks. Um, which isn't co- very consistent. Which I wish I wish it was, but uh, unfortunately. Um, he can't get through or pass the sixth inning. Oh, yawn. Excuse me. Um, but uh, the Reds need to pull this one out and then go for the sweep. It would make me feel a whole lot better if the Reds get to 40 wins before their All-Star break, which uh, they will. I, I hope to God they will. Uh, I hope they don't lose five in a row, which honestly wouldn't surprise me at the same time. But... Um, but they won't. They, they won't. They won't lose five in a row. Um, I think the Reds will win tomorrow. Um, what did I say yesterday? The Reds would, would score five plus. I was right. I was right. Yeah, I was right. Five. They got five runs, so they, they flip and struggled to get five runs. Of course, it came in the bottom of the 11th, but they got five runs. So, um, I mean, good win yesterday, but... But uh, my prediction is tomorrow, which I see, I think the Reds are going to win that one as well. Um, Friday's game is going to be, uh, I think Friday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday's game. Thursday game? Yeah, Thursday's game is going to be a little bit tougher uh, against Woodruff. And we got Castillo on the mound, which doesn't really give me a bunch of confidence. Of course, it gives me a little bit more since uh, Castillo is pitching at home, and she does pitch at home a little bit better. Um, but he needs to have a good game against Milwaukee, uh, no doubt about it. Um, 
uh, the uh, against Woodruff. His ERA is like I think around four. I'm not really looking at any stats right now, but I'm pretty sure his ERA is around four. And his his record is ten and two. Like how do, how does that happen? Is that just like is it just luck or something? Do the, 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 the Brewers just offensively go off when Woodruff, Woodruff is on the mound or something? I don't know. But the Reds have got to win this game tomorrow. It would make me feel a whole lot better going into Thursday, thinking that we can uh, win the series, uh, four-game series, against the Milwaukee Brewers. It is so flipping pivotal to win this game. It was. It's one of the biggest games of the season. I mean, every game for the Reds... Um, moving forward is the biggest game of the season, but this se- this game is huge. This game is absolutely, and then the game the game after that, if they win tomorrow, will be even bigger because that will be a series win against um, a first place team and and the and the same division as the Reds, and the, and they'd be uh, gaining gaining a couple games on um, on the Brewers, so. And then with the struggling Cubs and struggling St. Louis, we'd be gaining any, even more games. So, um, I mean, come on, man. We got to do it. We got to do it. Come on. Let's go. Pirates are making a little run there, which pisses me off more than anything. I can't stand that. Uh, I mean, I, I look at their stats. I mean, their stats are, are, are kind of mind-blowing, to be honest with you. Like, it, it's one of those teams that can surprise you in a wild card, but the division that they're in is so competitive, it's going to be tough. It's going to be extremely tough for anybody to, to, to do anything in this division because, um, you know, I don't even know if we'll, if we'll get a, um, a wild card in this division because we just keep beating each other up. We keep splitting series. It's, it's really tough. It's, it's really, really tough. Uh, the, the Reds are going to have to go on some type of eight win streak, nine win streak, or something to, to, to even uh, think about a wild card. Uh, it's definitely possible. Don't get me wrong, but but they have to they have to execute. They have to execute. So, um, but I mean, overall, great job yesterday by the Reds. Great comeback. They didn't give up, which I love about a team. Um, it's not giving up. Um, I hated little. Baseball teams, I always gave up when I would play baseball, like when they were down three or four runs. Like, dude, like you guys are only down by a couple runs. Uh, one inning could change, change a whole whole uh, game. Like one one swing could change a whole game. Like you guys gotta. I mean, yeah, I love that the Reds didn't give up. Plain and simple. Um, that's that's what I'm. That's the point I'm trying to prove here. But anyway, um, yep. Predictions: Reds win tomorrow, and a big game Thursday. So, and then we got the Cleveland Indians, and then it's the All Star break. Um, and hopefully, we can get off to a great start at the All Star break. So, but anyway, uh, fantastic job by the Reds. Um, the pretty pretty uh, short segment today, uh, only about twenty minutes, but um, no big deal. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all I have for you guys today. I appreciate you guys' support. Please hit the subscribe button and uh, go to Twitter. Uh, my Twitter name is jbitch37. That's J-B-I-D-D-S-3-7. Ask me some questions if you've got any questions. And hit me or uh, hit me with a follow. So, 
All right, you guys have a fantastic day and try to get through that Wednesday.